Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, Brad, the streaming service that we paid for many, 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 many months ago has finally arrived. Disney Plus is here. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. <laughs> have you seen a bunch of the stuff? Have you been have you been watching? Okay, so yeah. Yeah, let's let's cover uh, well, like let's not get into Yeah, I don't want to do a bunch of reviews. Yeah, yeah, let's not review what but let's let's do discuss how much so I have seen Encore, I've seen the Jeff Goldblum documentary thing, I've seen Mandalorian, seen the Imagineering story. And I've the forky about money thing and like two of the spark shorts, the the floating, the float oh, one gosh. and the the pearl one. I've, I think. O- I've only seen float. Oh, my but, gosh, dude, man. Oh, and and I watched three caballeros. OK, I have not seen Encore, uh, but I did watch everything else. You said Mandalorian, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, and the hero uh, project. I watched that, too. Yeah. OK, the I Marvel did not watch thing. that. Just very quickly, Mandalorian, thumbs up, thumbs down? Thumbs up. I, so it was, it was kind of weird. Like, I felt there, there were sections of the Mandalorian where I felt like I would have been better served if I had maybe a, you know, like just some of the, some of the like chain codes, right, come up at some point. And I'm like, I don't know what a chain. Now, everything that they said, I felt like with context clues, they got me there. So I was okay with it. And yeah. so I wonder if, you know, like, because uh, I, I haven't seen Clone Wars. Um, I don't, I'm not, you know, really tied into the EU and everything. I haven't been reading a lot of the books. And I, I wonder if I had more of that background, if I would know more coming in. My thought uh, after I finished episode one of The Mandalorian is this is a show that I'm going to feel a lot better about after episode three, you know, because they do kind of just drop you in as, as they would a movie. A lot of movies will start and throw you into the story where you don't really know what's going on. And then through the movie, you will learn all of these things that you initially, you know, heard about and and witnessed at the very beginning. Um, And I feel like The Mandalorian is going to fill in these gaps throughout the series, which I think it's six episodes, uh, eight episodes, something like that. But it's going to fill these gaps in over, you know, it's however many hours its total runtime is. Uh, but being doled out once a week as a TV series maybe didn't serve this first episode very well, but I'm I'm excited to to see more of it. Yeah, so there so there are going to be eight episodes, and I'm pretty sure I've heard tell that season two is already in the works. Oh, and cool. I, I think to your point, uh, you know there there are still definitely questions that I have about about things that happened and. It ends in a way that left me definitely wanting to to see the next episode. Um, I I totally agree. And a good initial offering. What about uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum? Thumbs up or thumbs down on that one? I'm gonna go thumbs down on that one. I just like <laughs> that show was real weird. It was so. Here's here's what I will say. the The content was interesting. I just don't think I'm a huge fan of the way that Jeff Gold. But even that said, like there were sections of it that I really liked, um, but then there were other ones that just felt awkward and dis- 
disjointed to me yeah. and i'm like why is this why is this in here sort of a thing yeah that that show is uh well in episode one was about sneakers i think uh maybe a different topic will be better well episode two is supposed to be about ice cream i'm assuming i i don't know there was like a at the end you know disney disney plus wants to give you the sneak peeks and the the image was him eating ice cream so i took that to mean i episode i have two all the episode cream. titles right here if you want me to read them real quick well just what's episode two about ice cream okay well there you go that's we got ice cream tattoos denim barbecue gaming bikes rvs coffee pools cosmetics and jewelry all right so i just heard at least three that i'm going to be definitely interested in (laughs) strangely enough all food related ice cream barbecue and coffee those are those that's that that kind of stuff is right up my alley so Mm -hmm. i'll be watching it but yeah i just uh that was a strange one for sure yeah so encore I I actually I did I went into that thinking this is a you know this I basically my plan was I want to see as many of the original things as I possibly mm-hmm. can and I didn't really have very high expectations I actually I enjoyed it you know the the premise of bringing together people who did a high school musical and have them put on the same musical again and you know bringing in these people to help them do it and they managed to they managed to have interesting stories that sucked me in enough that I cared about these, you know, these people and the things going on. So I, I will, you know, it, it's not going like, I can't tell you when Encore's next episode comes out, but I, you know, when, when there's another episode available, I'll, I'll check it out. And you know, the same with the, the hero. Now the hero project, I will, I will straight up say that like I found myself at near tears, but I think that's just because it's been a it's it has been a week for me this week, and <laughs> uh, you know so the the initial story is about a girl who is uh, who is born I guess with so like her arm uh, stops at her elbow right so like one arm all the way there one arm like at the elbow and talking about you know the ways that she hasn't let this stop her and just the you know how she has she's an inventor and a creator and the things that she invents and creates um and the way that she works in you know in that community to help other people become inventors and creators and there's this one scene where they're talking to her parents and her mom's talking about how when she was born she asked the doctor well where's her hand and the doctor said oh it's it's okay and you know how she's okay and then they cut to like uh, you know, this, this toddler, like all happy and, you know, raising her, you know, her, her arms and everything. And I, you know, I don't know. I have a, I have a toddler. And so that, that made, that made me uh, start to tear up a little bit, but uh, you know, it was a, it was a, like, again, I thought it was a well edited, well put together story. It made me care about the people that were in, and you know, I, I do realize it's it's real life, and so you know, there's that aspect as well that should make you care. But there's something to be said for how you put together and how you tell a story will will make it engaging or not engaging. And I felt like it was engaging, but it didn't feel exploitative. I felt like they were just trying to tell a story. Again, not one that I know when it's coming out, but one that I'll watch when it comes out. Okay, so I want to talk about the Imagineering story because that fits right like nicely into 
the pocket of our show. And that's and, think, and that's why that's why I went ahead and ran through those two because I assume yeah. that we'll we'll probably spend the remainder. Oh, float oh, float was awesome, right? Yeah, like oh boy, just bawling my eyes out. Yeah, you and you know what? I don't even think we should say that much, except that it's a about a dad and his kid, and you yeah. should watch float. And that Pixar has this ability to convey so much with with no dialogue. Float has six six words in it, and that's it. I mean, just the the ability for them to convey emotion and convey a story with no dialogue is masterful. So definitely watch that. I haven't watched any of the other Spark shorts, but I'm for sure going to. Oh, and Forky with Money is pretty funny too. Yeah, well, it was okay. I think I think those will those will be good. Um, Pixar in real life was stupid. I don't, I don't understand why that's a thing. I, I guess I, I forgot Pixar in real life. I did watch, and then the uh, Sunday Fun Day thing or whatever. That I didn't was, watch that one. Yeah, both of those felt more like. Now I'm just going to say it the way that it is. Both of these felt more like they would have been more at home on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Like that's something. Like it's a, it's a perfectly acceptable thing to be a short little video, but it didn't fit with what I was expecting from Disney Plus. That said, I have no issue with it existing on disney plus so before we get into imagineering story i just wanted to talk a little bit about the surface itself like it got off to a rocky start i know there was i was at least having a lot of connectivity issues but one thing that i found really interesting and this is honestly it's not surprising because this is what should happen but i could barely connect I, c- I could not add anything to my watch list. Like, nothing would stick in my watch list. Search was pretty bad, but boy, oh boy, when I could stream something, it was in 4K and it was instant. And so, I don't know what they did or how well, they the did C- it. Well, but- because the CDN that's, that has all the videos on it is fine. It's, it's, the, it's the servers that have to do all the back-end processing that are getting hammered. Right. But I, I just thought it was funny that like once I could watch something, it was instantly available in 4K. And that, you know, you, you say like, duh, this, the CDN is fine, but that doesn't always happen. That I is, mean, that is definitely a fair point. I was very frustrated with the service, but as soon as I could get something playing, it all went away because it was perfect. The streaming was perfect. The content was here immediately and i and i forgot about the fact that it was hard to get to because it was so good okay and, so, I, and I just thought i thought they nailed that so if we're going to talk technical um I, I also ran into issues on the first day where you know like i wanted to watch the mandalorian and i clicked on mandalorian and it's like that's not available or you know there, there's an error and so i'd have to click through like three or four shows before i would get to something that it would actually let me get into the hit the play button, and then I could watch it. But like you said, once I got in, I wasn't having issues. Now, I know that was not everyone else's. Like, I've talked to other people who had the, you know, apps were crashing on them and things like that. But yeah, I guess I was I was fortunate, kind of like you, where once I would get into something, uh, I wasn't having any issues. Now, the only other thing that I want to bring up, technical, and so Apple TV Plus also re- recently launched, right? Mm-hmm. and I was listening to another podcast talking about some basic things in this day and age for a streaming service to have that Apple TV Plus didn't have and thinking, well, yeah, that does seem kind of, and now I'm looking and Disney Plus is missing some of these same things. And it's a little bit 
annoying. Like it's it's not like I'm not. Oh my gosh, I'm getting rid of the service probably because I've already paid for three years, so that's not so much an option <laughs> for me. But uh, also, it doesn't like I don't lose sleep over it, but it is frustrating. And you know, like I don't think it's just technical people that are noticing because Nancy is not a technical person, and yet she noticed the same thing and she said well that's annoying they they i hope they fix that really soon not being able to see what you have already watched Mm. is extremely frustrating and not being able to like when you log into hulu which hulu does a horrible job of this but they at least try or netflix like when i get on one of those somewhere um sometimes netflix hides it which i really hate but somewhere in there is going to be pick up where you left off and there's going to be some indicator that's going to say you know you are this far into the show whether it's a counter whether it's a little line at the bottom you know a little progress bar at the bottom there's something to say you've already watched so much of the show and what's interesting to me about that is disney plus totally knows where you because like i would i was sitting there watching something on my ipad and stopped watching it there went to my apple tv open up the Disney plus app selected my account and you know, click that same thing. And it picked up from the exact same play. So it knows that I've been watching that and it knows where I am, but it just doesn't expose any of that information to me. And I want it to, you know, like I want it to know that I've been watching the Mandalorian and I've been watching Imagineering story. And I've been, you know, like all these things that they're doing every week because I want, when I, you know, get on there on Friday for the, for it to say, Hey, you've, you know, you've already watched episode one of the Mandalorian. Now you need to watch episode two, or especially if I, I'd like to, I'm going to sit down at some point and watch through gargoyles. Cause I've heard of, like, I remember watching an episode here, an episode there as a kid. And, you know, a lot of people have a lot of good things to say about that cartoon. So I want to watch through the whole thing, or I want to watch through the classic DuckTales, or I want to watch through, you know, whatever. But if I get season three, episode seven, into it i don't want to have to remember where i was so that i know that you know i've already watched through that and the next one for me to watch is episode eight i don't i don't want to have to be responsible for that so that and that is an annoyance to me i I guess i didn't realize disney plus didn't do that it does not because Hmm. you know i've i if like if you go on disney plus right now and look you'll you'll see there's no indicator the things that you have watched that you've watched them there's no like history to show you what you've watched but at the same time like there are accounts or you know profiles i guess so you know and there's a recommended section so i know they i i know that they have all this data i just don't get why they're choosing not to expose it and what i'm what i'm choosing to believe is that that's a for now sort of thing and Mm -hmm. it and honestly that may even be part of the whole you know plan for rollout so that we don't kill our you like with all the issues they did have if they had even more stuff going on, it was going to make it even worse. So that could even be functionality that's done. That's being held back until, you know, we know what kind of server usage we're looking at. So we know how much, you know, bandwidth, how, how much CPU, all of that stuff that we're going to need. And then we'll go ahead and activate those other functions. But anyway, it's missing for right now. It's a, it's kind of annoying to me. All right. So the imaginary story just up front, this was incredible. I I loved every second. I cannot wait for the next five weeks. The only frustrating thing to me about the Imagineering story is that it's only for the next five weeks. I know. 
And I and I realize there's only so much for you to talk about, but even if you could and and so the Imagineering story has a has a lot of stuff that is recycled. And I'm not and I'm not trying to say that like it's a bad thing, but there's a lot of stuff on there that we've all already well, not we've all, but a lot of Disney nerds have already seen in one form or fashion, you know, like sure. old interviews or, you know, there's only so much Walt Disney film and audio to go around. But the they managed to put everything together in a compelling way. Mm-hmm. And and, well, and, and interspersed like, new stuff as well. So many heavy hitters just in this first episode. Roly Crump, Marty Sklar, uh, Richard Sherman. Like, they got everybody. I know Joe Rohde's in other episodes because he was in the uh, trailer for it. Like, I mean, they just all this Imagineering talent is in this, in, in this documentary. I'm, I, was, I was transfixed. Yeah. The, uh, you know what? Something I didn't like about the Imagineering story. It makes it a lot harder to do fun facts. And did you hear one, the recent fun fact in there about I, the? Um, I, I did, but I noticed they cut off the most interesting part of that. Yeah, that you can pee in the street. You can't pee in the street, but you can buy Pepsi Cola. Yeah, I don't know why they cut that. I don't. I don't get it at all. <laughs> like that was, you know, because they talked about the whole plumbers union strike and people getting upset because they said Walt Disney was just trying to push Pepsi Cola. So, like, they had the full setup there. But, you know, yeah, then that's but at the same time, that's what makes it so good is you're hearing mm-hmm. all this stuff that, you know, isn't isn't always immediately apparent to you, but it's going on behind the scenes. But like seeing all of the like the footage of them putting together the jungle crews. Yeah. You and know, driving a car through the yes. they digging a trench and driving a car through it to try to get a feel for what it was going to look like. Yeah. And talking about the uh, what was it having to to pull the oranges off of the trees because orange right. trees aren't in the aren't in the jungle and stuff. Awesome. Awesome to to get to see all this stuff and to hear all these things and to to see it all put together in in like i said a, a captivating way i think yeah leslie iworks is a very good documentarian and angela bassett's narration is very good oh my gosh they yes picked, they picked a, a great voice for that well and angela bat like angela bassett has such a like she has a distinctive voice right like you know that's angela bassett's voice but at the same time she like the way it is put together I'm not constantly sitting there thinking, oh, that's Angela Bassett's voice. Oh, that's it. Like, it, she just becomes the narrator. And I think mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a good job at narration, where you aren't just mm-hmm. fixed on who the narrator is, but instead on what they're talking about. Yeah. One thing, I think my favorite part of that episode was at the very end. So they, they get to the very end of the episode, and we get to the point where Walt passes away. So uh, from what from what I can tell, this this whole series is going to kind of be in chronological order. This episode started at planning for Disneyland and building Disneyland and and Disneyland Disneyland, and then the World's Fair, and then Walt, uh, and then Florida, and the the Florida project, I guess, and then um, Walt passing. And I mean, these guys that were grown men working for Walt Disney in the 50s and 60s are talking about Walt dying and are crying you know like they it's it's been 50 years since he passed away and they still can't talk about it without without crying and it's just like so touching to me 
to watch all these guys and 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 just see how much they loved Walt Disney, you know, and and what a what an impact he had on their lives and how he still impacts them so many years later. Yeah, I think my my favorite thing was still the orange trees thing, but that's just I mean, but just, I can't Well, like, I was just I was touched by oh, that. Yes. I mean, yeah, the, absolutely. the whole the whole thing is touching and and wonderful and and clearly this is going to be a tribute to what Walt built. And, you know, I I think going forward there's going to be a lot of like, you know, and we do this because of of Disneyland and this is we you know this policy is here because this is what Walt wanted and this is we don't you know just okay is not good enough you know we we excel and strive for for perfection and I think that's going to be a through line of this show and and I think I don't think that is just Disney producing a documentary about Walt Disney and wanting to put their best foot forward. I feel like that is true, you know, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm very like, could not be more excited for, for this, uh, for this show. And, and I think that it is worth, you know, worth getting Disney plus just to, just to watch. Yeah. Though if you're, if you're going to get Disney plus just to watch, um, wait at least two to three weeks before you get it. So that way you can just get the whole thing in, in the, what in, in your in your one month? Yeah, you can pay seven bucks for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If that's if that's all, <laughs> but let's be honest, that's not all you're going to to be watching no. it for. Because uh, again, like I'm, I watched uh, Three Caballeros, but it's not like I sat down to watch Three Caballeros. I've been just turning on the Three Caballeros when I have some free time. Like I was cooking dinner tonight, finishing finishing up that that movie. You know what I mean? It's because mm-hmm. I've already got Disney Plus, so I might as well turn it on. And that was that opened up to me a whole other side of things because, like, how many people have been on Grand Fiesta tour and seen the Three Caballeros and went, huh? That's interesting that Donald has these these two other characters with him, but have never seen the Three Caballeros because, like, you didn't get a chance to see it because it didn't randomly come on T. You know, you you didn't get lucky enough to randomly see it on TV, and like, you're not gonna go seek that out. But now that it's available on Disney Plus, you might go and ride that ride and be like, "What's this three caballeros thing?" And you could go look it up on Disney Plus and go and watch that. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of Disney Plus things that people didn't even know to seek out. You know, especially with these collections, the Disney Through the Decades collection, especially goes back to the 20s and 30s, like. I I bet you there's a bunch of people who didn't know Disney went back to the 20s and 30s. So I I'm I think that you, that you're totally right. People are going to find stuff that they they didn't know about. I'm continuing to look forward to what's going to come next. Like what is there is already worth the worth the price of admission for me. And there's still so much more to come. And what's very interesting to me is like I thought Disney Plus was going to be a, you know, Disney lovers are all going to have to get Disney Plus. Right. And people who, you know, are aware of Disney may or may not get Disney Plus. That has not been my experience, man. Like at work, there have been at least two other people who have already gotten it. One person who's almost convinced to get it because not not of me talking about it, but of the other two people who are not di- because I am the only Disney nerd at work and that's a, probably a good thing for everybody. Uh 
but the other two people talking about it more so than anything. And then another person who's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it, but I'm waiting a month to let, you know, all of the, the craziness kind of die down, which I kind of get that, you know, even though, as we said, it's fared a lot better than most uh, services have at launch. I get, I get why you'd want to make that decision, but like everybody's talking, you know, and it's like you, you show up to work and everybody's talking. So what did you watch on Disney plus last night? Oh, well, you know, uh, my kid wanted to watch the Descendants movie or, oh, I, you know, I, I'm getting ready to show my kids, uh, you know, whatever return to Witch mountain or something like that. <laughs> like just everybody is, is on this, this Disney plus bandwagon. So yeah. I think Disney has done very well for themselves, and I'm sure that they are loving it as they, um, you know, uh, count all of their money. Yep. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and until then, have a magical day. Bye.